Hi everyone and welcome to the Profitable and Happy Photographer podcast. Uh, This is our very first one and I'm so excited for everyone to be joining me today because I have something really near and dear to my heart to share with you and that's talking about imposter syndrome and head trash and how to deal with them. And yes, I do have a system so please listen up because I am going to share with you all of my insights. So in this group here, in this podcast, we discuss business, marketing, and life from a photographer's perspective. So if you are a photographer, small business owner, entrepreneur, or a mom finding her way, you are welcome here. And I say that with a big hug. (laughs) So welcome everyone. If you don't know who I am, I'm Kelly and Jordan. I've been a wedding and portrait photographer for over 16 years, and I have learned the ups and downs of running a business, having a family, and keeping things in balance. Now I go coach photographers and entrepreneurs on how to create businesses that delight their souls, provide actual income, and allow them to have a happy and profitable life. So if this sounds like what you are looking for, then you are in the right place. Welcome, friend. Okay, so like I said, today we are talking about imposter syndrome and head trash and how to get over them. So let's just start by talking about what these two things are. Imposter syndrome is when you feel like you're a phony, when you don't feel like you are a success in your own right. So it's when you feel like you're fake, like you're showing up to work and to photo shoots, not feeling like you deserve to be there, feeling like maybe you got there by mistake. Why are these people actually paying me to do this, right? It's that feeling. Head trash is all those little things that those voices in your head that tell you you can't do something. Head trash is usually what leads to imposter syndrome. So we're gonna break these things down and I'm gonna teach you some tricks of how I deal with them and how it's changed my life, (laughs) okay? Um, Imposter syndrome really, really hurt my soul and I got really depressed for a while because I was listening to all those voices and then something changed and I was able to create a system to overcome them. So we're gonna, we're gonna get into that in a minute. A big thing right now that I'm seeing is social media and not just right now, I mean for the last, what, 10, 15 years, um, social media can really hurt us emotionally when we see other people succeeding and showing off their success and then we don't feel like we're doing as well as they are. And I know for me, I can go from feeling amazing to seeing someone else succeed and then all of a sudden feeling like crap. And like, what is that, you guys? Come on, like we are good and we are doing what we're supposed to be doing, right? Like, why are we getting these negative feelings from social media? So I know I can go so quickly from feeling great about what I'm doing and then all of a sudden being completely destroyed the next minute if I let myself go down the destructive path of comparison. But you guys, let me tell you, everyone is putting their best face on for social media. So to judge yourself in a low moment against everybody else's best is just not fair to you. Also, follower count doesn't mean anything. If we judge ourselves by follower count, which I still do, I have to freely admit that, but it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that they're making more money than you. 
It doesn't mean that they're booking out. It doesn't even mean that they're more popular than you. It simply means that they have a higher number of followers. That's it. My account that got hacked and taken away had over 4,000 followers. And what makes me sad is that they were real followers and people that I actually cared about. Like I would check in on people and I, I don't have all those connections anymore and it sucks. But um, as far as imposter syndrome goes, you know, I see some of my friends who've been doing photography a lot less time for a lot less time than me. And they have like 20,000 followers or like even 4,000 followers, you know what I mean? And I'm down again to 1600 right now, um, as I'm doing this podcast. And it just, it kind of is a bummer because I worked so hard to find these amazing people to be in conversation with. And I don't have that anymore. And that can really hurt sometimes. Um, I actually was kind of bummed about that this morning. And the reality is that it's just a number. It, it literally doesn't mean anything. It's just a number. It's so easy to compare ourselves with data like that and feel like crap afterwards about, you know, once we see it. Um, and I, I just want to challenge you guys to actually look at your lives. Look at what you are accomplishing because it might just be something amazing. I posted a couple weeks ago about this epiphany I had in the shower because I do a lot of thinking in the shower and I was totally comparing myself to another photographer who has like I think 20,000 followers right now maybe 30 or 40,000 at this point because she's crazy big um, but she is doing amazing things with her business but she started five years ago and I started 16 years ago so I just started having this crazy guilt about not doing well in my business even though the truth is that my business is doing great. I actually make a really good income every year um, from doing photography and I'm proud of that and I teach other people how to do that. And just because she's doing great, that doesn't mean that I'm not doing great. She just has different numbers than I do. And I started thinking about it. She has done a ton in her business because her kid has actually been in school whereas mine have been at home. And I realized that that was the truth, that she had, she has had more time than I have to work on her business. And that is what pushed her business farther than mine in some aspects. So I started to see how exciting it is for her to be successful and how I'm successful too. And I'm just doing it in my own time and on my own path. And that's okay. And that's really what I want all of you to grasp is that we can celebrate other people's success and be excited for them. It's so much easier to feel guilt because you're not as good as somebody else. But what if we just stopped feeling that way? And what if we looked at each situation and each person and we just simply got excited for them? Because, and here's the drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. You guys, ladies, friends, whatever they are doing, you can do it too. And that's what makes it so much easier to be excited for them. It's so exciting. We can root for other people and cheer them on because if they can do it, you can do it too. It's a glimpse into your future. If I can move to a new state and start my business basically from scratch after doing it for 15 years and be completely booked out in two months, guess what you guys, you can do that too. You can take whatever situation you are in and turn it around. You can grow your business. You can be better at your job. You can be free to be who you are and to do what you love. Okay, so let's go back to imposter syndrome. It seems to me that 
comparison can lead to imposter syndrome big time. When we feel like we're not as good as someone else, we can really forget how good we are in our own right. And that's when imposter syndrome really can take over and we start showing up even though we don't feel like we have the right to be there. I've been a photographer for over 16 years now and I know what I'm doing behind the camera, but I didn't always. There really was a time when I would show up and just do my best and shoot whatever I could and just kind of hope that everything turned out. And I don't know if you're like that too and if you're having imposter syndrome and I'm assuming that some of that comes from just not knowing exactly what makes your images beautiful. I would honestly, I would like go home and like look at these photos and they just kind of sucked. And I was like, why are people paying me for this? I don't know. Um, I didn't know how to get the best lighting, I didn't know how to edit them well, and I was doing okay in my business, but I knew I had to figure out what I was doing and be confident in my photography skills in order to be able to get the shot when I showed up on set or at the location. Um, I would look at my images and start really critiquing them because that's what I learned to do in photography school in college. I actually went to film school and learned how to shoot. Like I have a you know degree in this, you guys. And I learned how to rip apart an image so that we can make things better. Unfortunately, that actually led to like a year or two of me ripping apart my own images and my self-esteem. I suffered so much from imposter syndrome and not knowing what I was doing, um, that and, and that I wasn't awesome at photography, you know, and like I was just like super suffering from knowing that my skills weren't where they needed to be, and I just kept having try to try to convince people that um, I was worth it, and that was all really hard because if you don't believe that you're worth that, like if you don't believe that you are offering something great to somebody, it's really hard to sell that, and that's really why I wanted to create this podcast first because. I know how hard this can be and how hard running a business and marketing yourself and, and telling people about what you're doing can be if you really don't believe that you're good. Okay, so after I had all these thoughts, I ended up going to this business conference with my husband out in Chicago. We try to go every year. We haven't been in, in a while because of COVID, um, but we try and go because we're really learning marketing from pros and we surround ourselves with these amazing business people who we love and it's a really cool opportunity to learn. And so on this one occasion, I went and I heard a story. So I don't know if you guys have ever seen that like kind of old SNL skit with Bob Newhart, but Basically, he's a therapist and people pay him a dollar a minute for his advice. And so somebody goes in and tells a story and he basically looks at them and says, okay, stop it. That will be $1. Your session is done. And the whole thing is basically him saying, stop it. And that's the advice. And so I actually started applying that SNL skit to every bad thought and every piece of head trash that would enter my mind that led to imposter syndrome. And I would start applying that stop it mindset. And you guys, like eventually I stopped having those thoughts. So I would think like, you're not good enough, Kelly. Like, and, and then all of a sudden I would be like, nope, just stop it. And that would be the end of it. Now, obviously those thoughts and things don't just go away by saying stop it, but it did shut them down in their path so that I could move forward rather than questioning my skills behind the camera or putting myself down constantly or constantly thinking about this one negative thought. So I would show up 
at sessions and I would just go for it. And I would be positive about it the whole time. And I would actually be excited to look at my images afterwards because attitude, I mean, you guys, I know attitude is everything, but isn't it like, isn't attitude everything? Okay. So after I went through this process of saying, stop it to myself, I realized that I need to take it a step farther. And I realized I needed to really analyze these thoughts so that I can break them down and prove to myself that they were either true or not true. So this is my big trick. Listen up. I want to teach you guys about imposter syndrome and head trash and how you can really stop these things from intruding into your life and taking over and making you feel awful about yourself. Okay, so listen up. Here's what I did. Anytime I would have a negative thought, I would analyze it and ask if it's true. Either it would be true and I would know what problem I had to solve and I would have to find the solution to fix it or it wouldn't be true and I would recognize what the truth was and celebrate it. So that's my trick, everyone. That's my system. Okay, so let's give you an example. Um, I would come home and my images, if, if they really just weren't doing it for me and I didn't love them and I felt awful about the shoot, I would say, okay, what is true about these images? What was good? And I would celebrate that. Then, and only then, would I ask what could be improved. So maybe my lighting wasn't good, okay? So I learned how to fix the lighting. Or maybe I didn't use enough foreground and depth in the images. Well, okay, that's fixable. Maybe I didn't have the best poses, also fixable. Or maybe I just didn't know how to edit the images afterwards, okay, also fixable. These things are fixable. Once you identify the problem, then you can find a solution. You can figure out how to pose people, how to light them, how to create more depth, and you can do things that change your work into something magical. So this goes not just for photographers, this is anyone in business. Whatever that head trash is telling you, just say stop it and then figure out what's true and what needs to change. It's as simple as that. I, it actually worked on an emotional level because I started removing myself and my, my emotions from the problem and started seeing it as just a business transaction. And it really helped me to be able to grow faster because I wasn't stuck in sadness and depression and like these sad emotions from head trash. So I also started creating systems for absolutely everything that I do. This includes packing my camera bag, Okay, I'd have a list. I still have a list. Um, my husband, like, I mean, get 16 years into this, and my husband quizzed me yesterday. He's like, do you have everything packed? <laughs> and I was like, yes, okay, I've got my, my cameras, my lenses, my batteries, my cards, and my flashes. I'm good to go. You know, it's like a five-step thing. Um, but I have systems to help myself because I know that I need them. And so even for every single type of shoot that I do, I have a list that I go off of. It used to be a physical list. Um, you know, for weddings, the, the list is still family photos. And I keep that, you know, every time I have a new list done for my people. So I do have that still. But, you know, you just make a list of what you want. And eventually, you'll start memorizing that list. And so now it's in my head. And I know... I can get everything out of the shoot that I want because I know what I'm doing with my list. So for example, I went to a branding session yesterday and I know that for every setup I decide to do, I get five images. I get a wide shot, 
I get a vertical wide shot, which is slightly kind of cropped in, I guess, um, if you're turning the camera. I get a head shot, a close-up shot, and an action shot. Now, if I do that with 10 different setups, then I have an entire session that my client is gonna love. And more importantly, I'm gonna love it, right? That's not more important. Um, <laughs> but it, it is something that works for me and makes it so that I, I show up knowing exactly what I'm doing, exactly what I'm getting, and it works no matter what kind of session I'm doing. So I also have the same thing for lighting. For absolutely every session, whether it's inside or outside, I have the same lighting setup. And that way I know that when I'm shooting the image, that it's gonna be edited consistent with my style and it's gonna look amazing and my clients are gonna love it. I figured out how to make little tweaks to my process to make my work really consistent and beautiful. And get this, by knowing what I'm doing, I know when things are wrong and I can fix them. And I have, by having these lists, by having these step-by-step -step things that I do, it helps me to overcome the imposter syndrome because I no longer feel like a fake. I actually knew what I was doing when I would show up to a shoot and I would be able to nail every single shot. And yes, sometimes I couldn't do it as well as other times, I'll admit that, but then I learned how to edit and I learned how to edit well. And now I can fix bad lighting when I kind of don't get it right. So whatever it is for you, you can fix it, forget it or own it. Those are my things. Fix it, forget it or own it. Forget the things that aren't true that you keep hearing. That's head trash. Just throw it away. Stop it. And hold on to the things that you can celebrate and throw out that stuff that isn't true or that the things that need fixing, okay? Head trash does not need to take over and create that imposter syndrome within you. You are on your own path. It's not the same as the person next to you. And it's okay when other people have wins because you will have wins too. It's okay to celebrate your wins and support others when they have success. Imposter syndrome does not have to control you. So if you don't believe me, then there's one more thing I want you to do. Get out a fresh piece of paper and write this down nice and big. I believe in myself. Look at that every day and you will start to believe it. If that saying doesn't work for you, then choose a different one, or better yet, choose a different one each time you have a negative thought and have proved yourself it isn't true, okay? Write that down, write down the truth, and hang it where you will see it every day. And don't take it down until you believe the truth. I believe in you. If you needed to hear that today, I'm gonna to say it again, I believe in you. I just want to remind you to keep following me in on this podcast because I'm going to have a focus on marketing and um, business, but I'm also going to bring these little things up that, that can really stop us in our tracks. And imposter syndrome and head trash is really that for me. It, it stopped me for a long time. It, you know, it really makes me passionate about sharing this with you guys. Um, I know it took me about a year of exposing truths and trashing the lies to learn how to fix my issues before I really felt confident behind the camera and just in life. And I stopped having imposter syndrome. I started seeing my value and the value I was bringing to others. And I was able to not only sell my photography more, but I was able to completely get rid of imposter syndrome. And head trash, that's another thing. Head trash is a constant battle. And because I'm human, I expect it will always be a battle, but I know how to deal with it. So I'm okay with that battle because I know I'm gonna win. So I really want you guys 
to take this to heart. You guys can overcome imposter syndrome and you can deal with your head trash because you are good at what you're doing. And if you have issues, if you have things you need to learn, you can learn them. There are like so many people you can learn from. Um, I have a bunch of classes. I focus on business and marketing and not on the actual photography, but I do private coaching for photography. And even beyond that, I can tell you who to learn from and how to get those that information really quick. Um, we are also doing a behind the scenes um, look at my session. So like I have a, a, a videographer following me around right now and filming my entire session and then I'm editing the entire session. And if you guys want that, that's gonna really teach you how to do family photography and um, you're gonna see how I deal with real situations. And that's a $25 a month subscription. Um, but just reach out to me. Um, you can go to kellyannejordan.com. Um, that's kellyannejordan, K-E-L-L-I-A-N-N-E-J-O-R-D-A-N.com. And just shoot me an email from any of the pages and it will come to me um, and I will get you that subscription service. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining me. I cannot wait for you to join me again. We go through all of these subjects on Clubhouse Live as well, and that's really a place where you can ask questions. So make sure that you're checking in. I'm Kelly Ann Jordan. Um, it's Marketing for Photographers is the club over there, but make sure you're checking in there too so we can actually have a conversation afterwards. All right, thanks again.